first Sunday in Advent. Um, and today is hope. So our first candle we'll light today is the hope candle. And uh, just glad uh, for y'all to be with us. And uh, let's get this going. Mm -hmm. Amen. We are now officially in the Christmas season. Hopefully everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving, a safe Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, I know we had a very small one, just the four of us here. And uh, But it was good. It was good. So I think we'll open up with a reading for today. I read this morning from Henry Nowen's um, daily uh, devotional, and he started his Advent, um, his Advent uh, devotional. So I thought we would start that today. It's called something hardly noticeable. This first scripture is from Isaiah 11:1 and 2. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Our salvation comes from something small, tender, and vulnerable, something hardly noticeable. God, who is the creator of the universe, comes to us in smallness, weakness, and hiddenness. I find this a hopeful message. Somehow I keep expecting loud and impressive events to convince me and others of God's saving power, but over and over again I am reminded that spectacles, power plays, and big events are the ways of the world. Our temptation is to be distracted by them and made blind to the shoot that shall sprout from the stump. When I have no eyes for the small signs of God's presence, the smile of a baby, the carefree play of children, the words of encouragement and gestures of love offered by friends, I will always remain tempted to despair. The small child of Bethlehem, the unknown young man of Nazareth, the rejected preacher, the naked man of the cross. He asks for my full attention. The work of our salvation takes place in the midst of a world that continues to shout, scream, and overwhelm us with its claims and promises. But the promise is hidden in the shoot that sprouts from the stump, a shoot that hardly anyone notices. So today, the season of Advent calls us to wake up and be aware of the presence of God in our lives and in our world. Mm -hmm. Did you have a scripture to go with the Hope Candle? Uh, no, but let's go ahead and light the Hope Candle. If you have an Advent wreath at home, um, we invite you to light your first candle. If not, you can still get one. Yeah, so I want to encourage you in these next several Sundays as we go through Advent, uh, we kind of want to take a different tone through this, and it, it is a more reflective time, a more, um, uh, I guess, a more intentional mm -hmm. and a devoted time. We've, we've it's an anticipatory time. We're anticipating yeah. not only um, the Advent or the coming of the Christ child, but also the second coming of Christ. So it's the already and the not yet held in tension yeah. during this time. And, and even the even the 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 now, the, the coming yeah. of Christ in our, our daily now. lives. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, so as we go through these this season of Advent, I would in, encourage you to kind of come and, and tune in with an expectation because that's what biblical hope is, is expectation and uh, be ready to just allow the Holy Spirit to bring alive to you uh, that knowing of Christ then, Christ in the future, and then Christ mm-hmm. Christ now. And, yes, the uh, eternal now. Yes. That's always so, coming. Uh, let's read a few scriptures, mm-hmm. and one our first scripture for for this Sunday of Advent comes from the Old Testament, and it's Isaiah sixty four one through nine. And as we read these, remember we've talked about this before that this in in the Old Testament the prophets were using the the times you know the situations. Mm-hmm that the Israelites faced as a way to not only prophesy to them and to speak to their situation, but then to also to prophesy the coming <coughs> Messiah. And then even unbeknownst to them, he was preaching this reconciliation of the human race yeah. even beyond what they could even think. Yeah. And so Isaiah says to us, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. Mm-hmm. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry, and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgress. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us, and you have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. You know, this scripture speaks to the fact that Israel, like the human race, uh, had was separated from God, and the futility of trying to live a life without God right. present in your life. Right. And so, the scripture doing it their own way sounds depressing, but it lays the foundation as we go through Advent of the promise mm-hmm. and of God <clears throat> pointing out through the prophet the condition of the human race mm-hmm. and how its feeble attempts to run and control its own life uh, were falling short and they were becoming aware of it. Yeah. And this Painfully sets, aware. Yeah. So we celebrate hope um, this this day and a hope that God himself would one day inhabit the hearts of men and women Uh, but like humans do and the scripture points out uh, we were Mm short-sighted in our expectation 
Um, we were only concerned with our limited, immediate uh, situation and, and concerns, but God was preparing the way for all mm-hmm. of mankind. And John the Baptist and John pointed this out when he saw Jesus coming. He said, Behold, yeah. the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the, the world, world. That, yeah. a, that, that innate bent that we want to run and control everything and serve self Mm -hmm. and Isaiah and I mentioned this last week Joel all of the prophets in the Old Testament were were pointing to even if they didn't realize it they're pointing to that promise that God made even back in Genesis that I will send a redeemer to repair Mm -hmm. the breach and Mm -hmm. I will I will I will pay the sacrifice and for the sin mm-hmm. of the world and that sin being that separation, yeah. that desire to control. That delusion of separateness from God. Mm-hmm. So our second scripture comes in, in Psalm. It's a responsorial Psalm and it's from Psalm 80. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, leading Joseph like a flock, shine forth that you that are enthroned upon the cherubim in the presence of Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Stir up your strength and come to help us. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance and we shall be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angered despite the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have given them bowls of tears to drink. You have made us the derision of our neighbors, and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. Let your hand be upon the man of your right hand, the son of man you have made so strong for yourself. And so will we never turn away from you. Give us life that we may call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord of God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. This is the word of God for the people. Thanks be to God. Amen. So the hope of the coming Messiah was not only for Israel, uh, or even the Jewish people, or even for Christians that would later come and be followers Mm -hmm. of the way. Uh, the hope was for all nations, mm-hmm. all creeds, all races, all creation, all creation. Yes, all, for you and me, mm-hmm. and that's a concept that you really have to take a moment and say, "Law," because the promise was for all of creation. Mm-hmm. And I like people that talk about this that use the term "universe," yeah. uh, the cosmos, yeah. because it even gets you outside of you. And even the world, yeah, it's the like earth. the entire creation, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this promise was made. And yes. so the promise that we're celebrating, the coming of Jesus, uh, was not a surprise event. It was prophesied mm-hmm. all throughout the Old Testament, yes. which mm-hmm. spans fi- a couple thousand mm-hmm. years. And this is what people were expecting, but where they lost sight was their own limited expectation of, we want a warrior to come deliver us from our present needs. And God was saying, no, it's bigger than that. I'm going to redeem all of creation. And and there is a new creation, a new humanity that will be born from this. 
And so we light the uh, candle this morning to remind us that the flame of God's eternal spirit burns brightly within us. Yes, and I'm reminded that I believe the Hebrew word for hope is tikva. I've got that tattooed right here, and it's almost identical to the word for uh, rope. Mm. So it's, I remind myself is uh, tie a knot in that rope of hope and hang on. (laughs) (sighs) Amen. So I've got one more scripture. So we're speaking to hope, the hope that always is, always has been, Mm -hmm. and will forever be in Christ. We go to the New Testament now, the uh, first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 1, 3 through 9. (laughs) And... Paul says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. Take a moment and think of that. For you, because of the grace of God Mm -hmm. that has been given you in Christ Jesus. So he's speaking to this promise that at this point, Jesus' destination on earth and the cross had been fulfilled. But now we're fast Mm -hmm. forwarding to him referring to that as a a past event. The grace of God that was given you in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. For Mm -hmm. in every way, you have been enriched in him Mm -hmm. in speech and knowledge of every kind. Just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, he will also strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. Yes, he is. By him you were called into fellowship of his Son, Christ Jesus our Lord. So Advent, the reason we were excited about celebrating Advent and encourage you to come into it a little more reverently, even though it's online, um, it's a perfect time to get rooted and grounded in your faith in Christ. And that's what Paul was saying, is that you've been called into fellowship with Christ. That grace has been given unto you. And so now it's just every year we take this time to reflect on what it was to uh, to have this promise made to us mm-hmm. that the Bible speaks of, and that as we celebrate now the story of Jesus's birth, just just realizing the impact and the gravity of what that meant for the human race and for all all of creation. So mm-hmm. it's it's a perfect time every year to maybe begin. Uh, your faith in Christ. Maybe just become awake Mm -hmm. to the fact of what God has done. That reminds me, I I was uh, doing, um, uh, Matthew Kelly has a devotional this time of year. It's called Best Advent Ever. And it was really good this morning. And and the title was Check Your Connection. His story was he was watching, streaming a movie with his wife and all of a sudden it stopped and the box said, Check Your Connection. And then he just uh, had this epiphany. Uh, Well, that's after Christmas. But uh, (laughs) when we get disconnected from God, we get disconnected from ourselves, our true selves, our best self. To the extent that we are connected with God, 
is the extent we are connected to ourselves and become the best, truest version of ourselves. So our theme for Advent is check your connection, watch, pray, stay awake. Stay awake. And the scriptures that go along with the Advent readings, you know, that's what they admonish us this time of year is is stay, stay awake. Stay awake. Yeah. So uh, we've got Valerie with us. Hi, Valerie. Hi, Sister Val. Um, Chris Kelly. Good to have you, Chris. Hey, Chris. My and brother. Meg Zarin and Derek. Derek Mueller hey, is watching again. So, Derek. yeah. I think Good I morning. saw Taylor was watching, too. So I think Taylor was the first one on. Hi, Taylor and Holly. Hi, guys. Uh, good to have you. Good to have you with us. Yes, it is. So I mentioned earlier that hope, in a biblical sense, is earnest expectation. And that's what Dawn's talking about. It's just coming each week, each day, mm -hmm. with an earnest expectation of Check Christ being revealed in us. Mm -hmm. um, Christ was being promised to be revealed to the earth initially. Christ is being promised to be revealed in his second coming mm -hmm. one day. And Christ has promised to be revealed to us, in us, and through us. In, his, in and through his church. Daily. And I happened, the universal church of Christ. Yeah. I happened to overhear something you were listening to this morning, which I thought was really good. It said, just be alert and look for Christ in your neighbor yeah. look for christ in reading look for yeah. look for christ in everything yeah. every day and just be aware yeah. and get your antennas up and then that word awake we'll probably use that a lot this season just become more awake yes. to what god has accomplished and what god yeah. is doing and Here who now. you are in christ mm -hmm. Amen. Well, we, uh, do you want to try to do that song? Or? I don't know if I'm up to it. <coughs> we can, we we can do, I think we could do... Uh, Just the first verse? Yeah. Right, let's see how this goes. Come thou long-expected Jesus. congregational reading that I'd like to do so if you would just uh, maybe uh, bow your heads with me and just listen um, it's called our God comes it's a reading for the first Sunday of Advent 
The Lord God of Israel said, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The sovereign Lord comes with power, and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. Reminds me of the Messiah. I could just sing those in my in my mm-hmm. head. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, also we're going to have communion today. So if you haven't assembled your communion elements um, while you're listening, just maybe find uh, some juice or something that uh, um, you can take for the cup and a cracker or a piece of bread or something that you can have for the body. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, did you have something you wanted to read before communion? Or? Um, no. No? No, I, this is reading with communion. With communion? Yes. Okay, great. Great. Well, I think we're probably ready to go. We okay. uh, <coughs> didn't have a lot planned today. We just really wanted to let the readings speak for themselves and um, just kind of encourage everyone to take that pause of reflection yeah. and, and intention. And so um, as and really admonish everyone, me included, I was reminded from a piece of artwork is this is the time um, to really completely open the door of your heart to Christ at just the at the beginning of this beautiful beautiful season and just let him invite Christ to fill every nook and cranny of your heart of your being and um, allow the work of the Holy Spirit um, to do what she wants throughout this this time check your connection stay awake be aware look for Christ in the other. Mm. So hopefully you have assembled your communion elements. Ours right here. Oh, our little candle went out. It's still there. Okay. The greatest gift you can give to anyone is the giving of yourself. Jesus gives this truth a new level of meaning in the institution of the Eucharist during the Last Supper. And just a a little point Um, the word Eucharist is Greek for giving thanks so when we are taking communion we're taking partaking of the Eucharist we are partaking of the giving of thanks for all that Jesus has done for us (laughs) he offers himself completely for all people for all time God is not bound by time and space and our celebration of the mass brings the sacrifice of Jesus to the present time When we receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, we are united in an intimate way with Jesus, with one another, and with all believers.
when the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After supper he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death. We proclaim his resurrection. We rejoice in his gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people. The bread of life and the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body and one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. All who confess Jesus Christ as Lord are welcome to his table. Michael, this is the body and blood of Christ broken and shed for you. Don, this is the body and blood of Christ broken and shed for you. Thanks be to God. Let's pray together. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us that we are living members of his body. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Amen. I have one more quote from Madeline Langle. In Advent, we prepare for the coming of all love, that love which will redeem all the brokenness, wrongness, hardness of heart which have afflicted us. Again, check your connection. Watch, pray, stay awake. Tie that not on the end of your hope rope and hang on. Amen. Amen. And, and if, if you haven't, Advent is a perfect time to awake to the fact that God has redeemed mankind. He's redeemed you back to himself. And, it was and he's all, not dealing with this, according to sin, any yeah. longer. And it's all for relationship. Yeah. And it's all so that you can start living your life as your true self the one that god's created and meant you to do meant you to live through so Mm -hmm. let me pray for you before we before we go and um, 
feel free to message us if there's anything, any concerns that uh, we can specifically pray for. But uh, we, we uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Father, we thank you for this time of worship. We thank you for this time of uh, reading your word and hearing what the Spirit would say. Lord, we thank you for this time of Advent to redirect and to just get our attention back on the promise that you've made to all of mankind and to us in particular. Lord, the uh, gift of Jesus that was sent into the world. And as we sing each Christmas song this season, as we read each story, as we even watch shows and cartoons that talk about the coming of the Messiah, help us to reflect and to really truly understand the significance of uh, the gift that was given to us, Lord. For those that haven't awakened to the fact of redemption and salvation that was accomplished in Christ Jesus, Lord, I pray that they would surrender and awaken to that and now begin this Advent season to live that life of their perfect self that you've created them to, to live in, God. Lord, we thank you for those that are with us. We thank you for those that watch throughout the week. And I pray a blessing of peace and joy and hope upon them this week. And I thank you for it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Should we sing the doxology? I don't have it in you this morning. Have it. Okay. I don't. All right. We are not going to sing the doxology. So. Used up all my oxygen. Yeah. All right, well, let me bless you, and then uh, we'll, we'll see you again next week. Uh, may the peace of Christ, may the hope of the coming of our Lord reign in your hearts. May the awareness of his presence be with you daily. May you come again rejoicing with us next week. Amen. 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 God bless you all.